Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Without further ado! That's what the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. Tried that again. Absolutely not. Spread the floor. Let's go. Welcome to Buckets. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by my colleagues, professional better Raheem Palmer and NBA analyst Joe Delera. This is your Thursday workshop. We break down the lines, the props, the size, the totals, everything you need to know to bet Thursday night in the NBA. If you want more on this, just download the Action Network app. You're going to get the best way to track your bets. You can follow Raheem and Joe's picks in the app. You're going to get up to the second information on where the bets and money are coming in on on all the NBA games, as well as anything else that you can bet in the universe, plus all of our analysis. Check it out, the award-winning Action Network app. This is the workshop. We don't mess around. We don't do chit-chat. We don't dilly-dally. We get right into it. Raheem Palmer, give me your first best bet for Thursday. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers, Toronto Raptors under 214 and a half. I think this line is a little bit high. I know the Cleveland Cavaliers, their defense has slipped a little bit, but this is still an offense that I don't trust to totally get it done. Like, I mean, you look since the All-Star break, they're still scoring just 113 points per one of possessions. And when you really dig into the different matchups between these two teams, they played a couple times. November 5th, you had the the Cavaliers and the Raptors, they played to a 102-101 score. They played recently. They played on March the 6th. They played to a 104-96 score with 95 possessions. So I just don't see these two teams lighting it up. I actually make this game around 209. So at 214, I think it's a little bit high. I think you have two teams who really are going to grind this thing out just based on the fact that this is essentially a play-off game in the sense that these are the six and the seven seeds and neither one of these two teams want to be in the play in game. So I'm going under here. Okay. I, I can't blame you for betting under in a Cavs game. Like their offense just typically tends to, to bottom out and the Raptors can't shoot. Like that's the Raptors entire thing is like, they have these nights where they just can't hit anything. Um, so I don't hate it. What, what do you have the spread at right now? Raptors minus 1.1. Uh, I mean, that would imply that there's some value on the Cavs. So matchup yeah. data, matchup data, I've got it 4.6. On power rating, I've got it 4 flat. So I've got this matched up with it. Um, kind of like Cleveland a little bit. But, like, but the problem is just, here's the thing. I like the idea of Cleveland, right? Like if I, if I think about the matchup and I think about the way that this game plays out, I want to be in like, oh, you know, I can talk myself into the Cavs here because the Cavs have been great against the spread. Yeah. But this is, I started looking at this data, Joe, the Raptors this season are 24 and 15 straight up and 26 and 13 ATS versus teams over 500. Like they, they're just amazing versus these good teams. It's, I'm not gonna lie. It's a little annoying. Like I, yeah. I don't want to yeah. bet the Raptors versus bad teams, but that's the o- only place where you can bet against them is, is versus bad teams. 
Yeah, like I feel like they're they're the thing is like Nurse just is playing their guys unlimited minutes, which I think helps during the regular season. Like it almost feels like what Tibbs was doing last year with the Knicks and just like milking like every last ounce of talent out of this team. And they're really like they're hustling. They have like a lot of length. And I'm wondering if that could bother the Cavs a little bit in this game. So like I, I think I lean with Raheem on the under here, um, just based on the, you know, the defensive looks that the Raptors can throw at you um, and throw at, you know, throw at that Cavs team. That's really yeah. just like Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. All right. I just mentioned how good they are versus good teams. They're 0-3 versus the Cavs this season. Are the Cavs what? good? <laughs> like, <laughs> make the damn Raptors team make sense. I'm so tired of trying to figure I, out the Raptors. The thing that makes them so difficult to figure out is because as soon as you feel like you get a hold on them, they either go on a long win streak or a long losing streak. It's like it's set a game win streak. Then they lose five of their next eight. <laughs> it's just that that's back and forth all year long. All right, so I got another one for you. Um, the average total in the first three games between the two teams was 210. So it's up four full points from the average total. Uh, underwent two and one in those matchups. Um, and then in the game in which they went over, the Cavs put up 144 points. Well, and the Raptors have averaged, wow, this is crazy. The Raptors have averaged 98.7 points this season. Versus the Cavaliers might take the Raptors team total under that might be. the point. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. also over the last 10 games, like these teams are slower paced teams anyway, but over the last 10 games, their bottom sit, like the Raptors are sixth slowest and the Cavs are fifth slowest. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm on. I'm the, you know what? I'm just going to go with the under. Keep it simple. This is a playoff game. It is. So I'm handicapping that as such. Uh, Joe first best bet. I'm going to be looking at the Chicago Bulls. They're minus one against the Pelicans on DraftKings. The Pelicans have been better like since they traded for CJ McCollum, but it's just like it has not really translated into wins, I feel. And the thing is, like the Bulls, like their defense, we've we've talked about how they struggled, but with Caruso back, Pat Williams back, I think that they're this is enough to bother the Pelicans who I'm not really sold on as being a good team. Um, so I, I feel like the Pelicans are, they're out there. It looks like they're going to make that play in tournament. And I have my reservations about the bulls against the top teams in, you know, in the East. But I think that in this matchup, basically getting this at just minus one, I, I, I've got to take Chicago here. I think they've been better overall and they really haven't been healthy. So they're getting a couple of their guys back. I think that's going to help them defensively. Uh, obviously, they're still missing Lonzo, but I, I like them at minus one. I'm not sure where you guys have the spread at, though. Call injury notes here. Brandon Ingram is doubtful. Um, so, Joe, just just real quick, if Ingram gets upgraded, does that move you off of it? I think it makes it. It obviously is a tougher ask for the Bulls defensively. Um, if this line flips, though, like I'm not sure how many points they're going to say Ingram's really worth, especially if he's listed as doubtful. Because yeah. um, if this goes like Bulls plus three then I like that you're getting a, you're getting a full bucket. Um, you're getting a bucket there. And I, I'm, I have my reservations about the Pelicans just overall, like Ingram's not necessarily a plus defensively. Like he obviously can score, but uh, you know, Chicago, their biggest issue over the past couple of weeks has been scoring. So, you know, if, if Ingram's in, maybe that makes it a little bit easier for them to score. Raheem, what do you have this, this game at? Yeah, I have it a pick them. I'm not really showing a huge edge. 
on either side, to be honest. So I have uh, I have Pelicans plus four on power rating. My matchup model, which basically it approaches it from a how do you do versus half court offense versus half court defense, where the Bulls have like the best transition game in the universe. Essentially, yeah. like they have a five point edge in transition. <laughs> like it's just mm. it's massive. Their edge there is 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 insane. Um, that. On that side of it, um, I've actually, because you play less in transition, I actually let the Pels more. So uh, that's actually where that that sorts out. Um, I would say, if you got him as a pick em, yeah, I mean, I, I like the way Zach Levine's playing right now. And they got Patrick Williams back. As long as Ingram's not playing, I do think you got to wait, though. Yeah. I just, I think you got to wait. I think you got, yeah, because if Ingram plays, the Pels at home with Ingram, they've just, They've been really good, right? Yeah. I mean, he's been really good together. You'd imagine probably some sort of minutes limit for him, though. Yeah. So my thing is, like, if the Bulls are going to get points, you know, like, it's it's at minus one. I don't think, I don't know if it's going to move too much off of the minus one based with the Ingram news, like, or with people waiting to hear about Ingram. But, like, if Ingram's ruled in... And this line flips, and you're going to see what, like Bulls plus two, maybe plus three. Like that seems, it seems like too many points to be laying to Chicago. You know, with Ingram and CJ, they're only five and five against the spread too. Their numbers look good, but they're not winning. Like it's not translating. I'm going to go the other way. I'm actually going. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to change this now that we're talking about it and thinking about it. Uh, I think if Ingram plays and the line moves back towards New Orleans, I'm with you. Like I'm going to get in on the on the Bulls. Yeah. yeah, like the market's going to have to over with this, the spread, the way it is, if we're assuming that the spread is saying that Ingram's not going to play, which it should, because he's doubtful, hasn't played, yeah, yeah. it's a hamstring. You got to be careful with it. If he winds up playing, then it's going to move to at least probably one, if not a pick em. And if it's a pick em, yeah, I like Chicago there. They're just a better team. Like, they've, yeah. they've just been a better team. All right, I like that pick. All right, so we got the under... Cavs, Raptors, we like the Bulls. Raheem, you got anything else on the slate? And anything else. I think this slate is pretty rough. I think you got, you know, two ugly games where, I mean, obviously you have the Bucks and the, and the Wizards. You don't know if the Bucks are going to be sitting anybody. Kuzma's you out. The, you got the Nuggets and you got the Suns, but you got the Suns playing tonight. So we don't, I mean, they're playing altitude, so we don't know if the Suns are going to be sitting anybody. Um, I just I just think it's it's tough to cap some of these games. And the same with the Grizzlies and the Pacers, both in play tonight. So I think you're very limited on what you can do. All right, well, Joe, do you have anything else on, on the board? No, like I agree with Raheem. I think this slate's brutal. The one thing that I might do is if the Bucks are going to play their guys tomorrow, I'm probably going to look at their first half team total, um, which is probably going to be in the 60s, like low 60s. Um, I think that Washington... Is good. Like I, I just can imagine the, the Bucks just destroying them the first half and then resting the rest of their guys because it looks like, you know, if Kuzma's not going to play, that's one offensive guy that they're missing. So I might look at the Bucks first half team total, like first half spread. But I, I'm not sure right now. A couple of things. One on the Bucks. I, this is actually kind of startling to me because the Bucks were not great as a double digit favorite early in the season, but they've really picked it up. So they're actually nine and five on the season as a double digit favorite. That's a surprising number to me. I would have thought that that was much lower. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're four and three since the first of January. What are they since February 1st? 
And the spread's pretty different depending on the book. Like it's minus 12 at DraftKings right now and minus 13 and a half at win. So that's a pretty significant difference. Yeah, they're four and one straight up and three and two against the spread. Their loss came to the Blazers. Uh, they didn't, they failed to cover there. And one more, which is not pulling up for me on give me the dog.com. Um, other one here. Okay, I'm actually going to go against you on, on what you said earlier, Raheem. Uh, I, I, I like the Suns in the spot. So, a couple things. I kind of posited on Twitter. I was like, you know, the Suns have the Wolves tonight as we're recording this on Thursday. And then they've got the Nuggets on the back to back. So, this mm-hmm. is a rest spot. And Suns fans kind of said, you know, we haven't really done that this season. Like, we just haven't really rested guys on the back to backs. That's not something we've done. Now, they it's late in the season and they have like way less incentive than almost anybody else. And the Suns are going to be the one seed and that's like settled. There's just really no question about it. Um, yeah. They are just six and six against the spread on the second night of back to back, but they're nine and three straight up. Um, yeah, and the line is two. <laughs> you know, they're three and two as a dog. They've only been a dog five times. Understandably. I don't think they should be a dog to Denver because here, here's what do you have the line at? For uh, post All Star on that game, Suns minus almost seven, pretty much. I've got it six point four. Uh, I've got six and six point four. So, is Chris Paul and Cam Johnson worth eight points to the spread? No, like we know that they're, they're like there's no way that they're worth that much to the spread. So, just like from an objective spread standpoint, if we think that this should be Suns minus six on the road, which sounds right to me, but that just checks out in my head. And we know that Chris Paul and Cam Johnson are not worth eight points. The books are probably worried about the back-to-back. And if everybody plays, they might upgrade them. I don't know. Even if they rest like one or two guys, it's probably pretty likely that some of the dudes play. And from that standpoint, I still... And then I think it's a letdown spot for the, for the Nuggets. You know? I think that yeah. then I'm worried about the Nuggets getting up for a game where nobody's supposed to be playing. So... Uh, I like the Suns quite a bit in that spot. I'm actually going to bet the Suns on the money line. I'm going to bet them straight up. I don't think it's crazy. I, I just, I'm wondering, like you said, like Cam Johnson's out. Jay Crowder played last night. So I'm wondering if he's maybe somebody that's in for a rest spot. I just, obviously, I think the only one that really matters at the end of the day is uh, like campaign was out with, or was quite like questionable with illness last night, but then he played. And then, you know, if the only one that really matters is Booker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's just book, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it because you might if you want to bet the, the Suns, you might get a better line if they if they rest everybody, right? On the on the letdown spot. But I, I like I like the Suns in this spot. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kinda scared of this one. I mean, you, you you go from Pacific time to central time back to mountain time and three and four nights. I will say and, yeah, three and four nights. And, and if this is, if this is a tough game tonight, this could go left. And and I'll say this: that trip to to uh, Minnesota is long. Like that's one of the yeah. longer trips in the in the league is Denver to Minnesota. Like it's, yeah, you have to you fly over. And, the they, and they and they play overtime against the Kings. Yeah. and the Wolves play pretty like physical, so yeah. it could be. You know, they could they could be a little sore, a little tired, maybe a little Fine. more. Fine. All right. You talked me out of it. Fine. <laughs> we'll wait and see what the report is. If everybody's playing, I'll be on I'll be on the nuggets. I'll just say that right Fair. now. If everybody's playing, I'll be on the nuggets. I'm not I am not 
I am not laying points with Denver versus the Suns at full health. Uh, Ever. Even without their ball. Don't. I'm not not doing that. Uh, All right. Let's get wrapping up for Thursday Workshop. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure to download the Action Network app. You can check all of our bets in the app. We'll see you again tomorrow for the big picture. We'll wrap up the week and get into a little MVP talk on tomorrow's episode. Thanks for joining us on another episode. Let's get buckets.